This is fucking nuts. Like, we're just burning good shit. So, yeah, welcome everybody to Creeps in the Crypt. As always, I'm Eric. And I'm joined by... I'm here, willfully. This is Christian. And we have a new creep in this crypt named... Bailey! Welcome, Bailey. So... Snaps for Bailey. We're, we're, trying, we're trying some new things out. Um, Sam is indisposed of at the moment with her vehicle. So we're like, you know what? Let's, let's find some, some cool people to maybe stand in in Sam's place for a little bit. So Bailey has been nice enough to be like, Hey, I'm interested in doing some podcasting. And we're like, well, that's great. Cause we got a podcast. <laughs> So it's a win-win for everyone. It's Bailey, if you would be so kind as to introduce yourself to our loyal listeners, the creeps. <laughs> so I'm Bailey. Um, I uh, am a, a podcast uh, fanatic. I do listen to listen to a lot of them. I've never done one, but hopefully, you know, here we are. Um, here we are. But I, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm really into like true crime, really into, um, I'm really into like aliens and stuff like that. Got a, got a big alien tattoo on my leg. Perfect. Um, <laughs> but yeah, other you than that. You and Eric can yeah. both wear the tinfoil hats together. <laughs> yeah, super into like conspiracies and stuff like that also. But um, yeah. I'll show you um, my Believe hat before you leave perfect. tonight. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I like this. I like the spooky, um, although I am scared of the dark. So You're scared of the dark. <laughs> yeah. So I'll scare myself with like the spooky and then I'll walk outside to get something for my car and literally sprint back inside. So you're not watching like creepy TikToks before. Oh then. no. Oh no, I will cry for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so so what is your one off limits topic? My off limits yeah. topic? So what is your off limits like this shit's too fucking creepy, I can't deal with it. Honestly, nothing is off limits like i'm not right. the kind of person that's like man eh, no but like um the only thing that really freaks me out is like demons just because like i Those my mom like fucking great no my mom has like placed in my head that if you watch like a scary movie about demons or if you talk about them like they will literally like enter through your body and like Same. they're there um which is, you know, possible, I guess, because anything's possible. But yeah, I mean, if you put your mind to it, anything's yeah. possible. That's what they say. Just don't want to get demonized, but, you know. No, I'm, no I'm possession for you, huh? Yeah. No, not maybe not today. Well, I did play The Exorcist in a haunted house one time. Not oh. The Exorcist, but The Girl. Oh, okay. Um, so but I can show you Reagan? that picture. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's a, I look absolutely disgusting, That's but amazing. it was at Dr. Screams. So. Love it. I'm already on board with that. <laughs> That's fucking yeah. great. But uh, guys, we have some great episodes coming up. I know we promised true crime earlier on this season, <clears throat> but we're taking a little bit of a pivot from that because uh, we want to get in the spooky holiday spirit. I've got my Halloween tree up. We I mean, got the I Halloween <laughs> tree up in the studio. You know, I'm, I'm having a really hard time this year getting into the Christmas spirit, and I think these next couple episodes are really going to, like, help me out. Most people just watch Elf, and they're, like, they feel filled with the Christmas spirit. Yeah. They're like Will Ferrell, like. You know, <laughs> maybe not that much into the Christmas spirit. You um, should eat, like, the spaghetti that he made. Oh, I love it. Uh, then you'll feel better. I'm, like, the trying to get, sauce. like, oh, God. <laughs> In 
just blood bag here in yeah. this lunch. Right in the diabetes. Get totally <laughs> Uh, get my Wilfred Brimley on, but uh, <laughs> oh God. yeah, I, I'm just like I'm I'm struggling this year to get in the spirit, and I was like, you know what? I want to talk about some really creepy Christmas urban legends. Love it. And we're gonna kick that off today with Frau Perkta. And Christian will be doing the reading today, so. Christian has a new job. It's not just dropping the socials at the end of the episode. <laughs> so without further ado, Christian, let's get into this. All right. As we're getting into this, Frau Perta isn't a well-known, isn't as well-known as Krampus these days, which is a shame because the Christmas time goddess slash witch slash all around terrifying gal deserves a lot more press. She's a staple in the Alpine regions of Southern Germany and Austria. Shout out but relatively under the radar in North America. So let's yeah. get to know Frau Perkta a yeah, little better. She's definitely taking a backseat to the Krampus thing. Krampus is like kind of kicked off. The I last want to years. go to Germany so bad and go to the Krampus festival that they have where they like dress up uh, <laughs> people as like Krampus. I actually don't know much about Krampus. Um, well, damn, we did a whole fucking episode <laughs> on him, Bailey. So should have listened I'll to that. Send you that <laughs> fucking tonight. That's awkward. <laughs> Might be. It's all good. Well, I mean, for fuck's sake, we have like 127 episodes out there. So yeah. I don't expect you to listen to every single one before you come on here. Yeah, so. I put them on um, 30 times speed and just. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So <laughs> your ADD riddle brain can right process it. Yeah. And I hear what I sound like as an elf because I'm pretty sure that's what 30 times speed me sounds like. like the you. fucking chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas chipmunks album. For sake of shortening this episode, I'm just going to go with Perkta as instead of saying Frau, but you guys can just... No, fuck it, that. You say Frau Perkta. Every time. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to do it in the German voice? Frau Perkta. Yeah, sure. Do it okay. Do it with a German dialect. Frau was also known as Bertha. Or Bertha. Oh, I have a Bertha at work. She's a big giant truck. Oh, Jesus Christ. She has a big giant truck? No, she is she a truck. She is a big giant truck. Yeah, we name her Bertha. Oh. Oh, she's an actual truck. Yeah. yeah it's, okay, it's, I thought you were just talking shit like, about this lady. No, <laughs> I was she's like, damn, what if she listens to this? No, she's like a giant truck, and we name her Bertha. Well, uh-huh. she does have a big box. Yeah, so. she does have a big box. <laughs> <laughs> and has also been called, I don't even want to, spinning room lady. I'm not even going to go for it, whatever that is. Hold on. Spin a tubin frau. <laughs> Spintubenfrau. Spintubenfrau. Phenomenal. Spintubenfrau. She is often depicted with a beak. Why didn't we have the girl that has like German dialect <laughs> shit read this? Uh, <laughs> I was just going to say I can, you know, if you slide it my way, I'll okay. pronounce it for you. Right. Got German phonetics in college. I did not. I did Latin. I was an opera major, so. Well, there you go. They forced it, it on me. She is often depicted with a beaked nose made of iron, dressed in rags, Perhaps carrying a cane and generally resembles a depicted old cr- crone. Crone, yes. Crone is the word you're looking for. Like an old. Cr- <laughs> is that like where crony comes from? No. Oh. It doesn't mean like an old lady? Yeah, hag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she's a, she's a hag. But this old crone packs a mighty wallop and carries a long knife hidden under her skirt. All right, lady. Mm. Chill out. She's, she's ready for violence. Spicy. <laughs> She is not going to get swiped right on Tinder. I'm going to tell you that. Well, not with a big metal nose, no. <laughs> Listen, I mean, 
you know, I feel like there's love out there for everyone, though. I feel like the crib, yeah. I feel like the And folklore, it is the holidays. And it's cuffing season. It is. I feel like the cryptids and folklore all need their own dating app. Ooh, that's a good idea. That would be Cryptid like a good story. Yeah. Y'all mar- marinate on that, and then I will take <laughs> votes at the end of what's something that would be acceptable. It can't be tender. Slander. Slender. 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 Yeah. yeah. Slender. Slender man dating app. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, slender man. Just a bunch of slender men and slender women. Friday Part 2 may be one of the oldest supernatural entities associated with the winter holidays, possibly influencing later stories of Krampus, St. Nicholas, and the traditions associated with them. This has been debated among scholars of folklore. However, some sources claim that she has been mentioned in regions of Germany as early as the 10th century, while others insist that her name and motif are too closely related to the Feast of Epiphany and that they are for not pre-Christian in origin. So this bitch straight up is the precursor to Santa Claus, Krampus, all this shit. She gets no cred either. She gets no credit. No cred. Put some respect on her name, Put, honestly. Put some respect on Frau Parks' <laughs> name, goddammit. Like, dude, when I when I was looking at, like, Christmas urban legends, most of them come from, like, like the Alpine region yeah. of Europe. So it's, like, a lot of Icelandic shit, uh, German stuff. It's, it's wild, though. And a lot of them follow the same type of shit that's, like... Well, if the kids are good, reward them. If not, <laughs> this monster's going to kill you. What does Europe have against joy? Uh, you know, <laughs> it's Europe. We're, we're talking Black Forest type shit, you know? <laughs> so I guess it's just like, you know, the kids were rowdier or whatever. Yeah. And, who knows? Regardless of how old she is, her influence on holiday traditions has been significant, and she is worthy of note in any scholarship of early Christmas or winter solstice here. Or lore. Sorry. (laughs) Where the fuck did you get that from? I don't know. I was reading, and then I was reading ahead. I'm going to just give you a bunch of books to, like, sight read. (laughs) I was being dyslexic for a moment. Lore. I don't know where I got here from. Uh... Reaching from back into early superstition and traditions in the Alpine regions of Austria and Germany shows that Perkta had humble beginnings as a the patron goddess of spinning and domestic work. Fuck you, bitch. Like, I don't want to do no <laughs> That's like your work. patron saint, you bitch. No, it's not. That is like your thing. Yeah, I, it's torture. Every, every time I have a day off, I have a honeydew list. For her? Yes. If or from, from her. From her. Mm. It's written out. As she it, it's written out. It's like, do this today and this and this. And it's like, if that's Or death. Or, or death. It, yeah. Or she's going to sneak a knife out of her skirt and slit my stomach and fill it with rocks. This will come to find <laughs> I see out. nothing wrong with this. Yeah. It's like, this is this should be your hero. Fuck, fuck Jersey Devil. This, this should be your number yeah. one. Don't you talk about our patron saint, the Jersey Devil. I love him. Uh, I know you're a huge fan. Yes. Similar to other European goddesses, such as the Germanic Holda, Germanic, Germanic Holda, and the Nordic Frigg, right? Frigg. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, we'll go with that. <laughs> Wait, Ask the expert. F R I G G. I guess, yeah. Yeah, probably, we're, we're, it's probably like 
Freak. Freak. <laughs> freak. Freak. Yeah, freak. Freak. Freak on a leash. Freak on a leash. Freak on a leash. Freak on a Christmas tree. <laughs> her primary concern was that of making sure that all homesteads in her domain had spun enough flax and wool throughout the year. It is said that she would watch carefully over the children and house servants throughout the months and keep track of which or who had been lazy and failed to spin their allotted share of thread and those who had proven their worth and earned their key by completing all of their tasks. This role of hers involved evolved over time to indulge judgment upon all who had des- domestic chores and duties, whether it be spinning of wool flat, or flax or caring for the animals at home. So basically... This whole urban legend started as a way to, like, not only keep children in line, but to keep the fucking workers (laughs) working. It's like, it's the fucking holidays, and I know you want to spend time with your family, but you better make sure all that fucking wool's spun, you piece of shit. I was slitting your stomach. Yeah, no Christmas bonus for you. You're getting your fucking stomach filled with rocks, you fucking turd. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. We're getting to the stomachs and the rocks and the glass. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited about the belly slitting. Oh, my God. Traditions say that on the Perkta nights, which are aligned with the last three days before Christmas, she would wander the forest and find the homes of the people that she watched over the previous year. If the children's servants had been hard workers, had fulfilled their duties, and she would leave a silver coin for them near the front of the door. Bitch, this is like a fucking tip. Yeah, literally one dime. It's it's literally like the tooth fairy, dude. Yeah. She'll leave you a shiny silver coin if you were good. And if not, it's not a lump of coal. She is the fucking folklore of allowances. Yeah, literally. She's going to fucking stuff you. I feel like that too sometimes when I don't look like a Christmas goose by the time she's done. (laughs) Oh my God. This was usually left in a shoe or a pail. This was her yearly reward for those that she deemed worthy and it promoted good behavior and hard work among the people of the region where she was honored. Much like other beings associated with winter, however, she embodied both reward and punishment. In the case of Perta, this duality is extreme. Those servants and children whom she judged as lazy or ill-behaved would not find a coin for them in the morning, but would awaken in the night to her standing before them. She would pull the dagger from her skirt and slit open their stomachs and pull out their entrails and stuff them full of straw, the unused material that they should have spun, and small stones. This practice earned her the intimidating name of Perkta, the belly slitter. So it's literally what whatever they didn't do, she's shoving in their stomach. So like I, if you don't I'm do, I'm feeling so fucking triggered by this fucking. If you don't episode. do like the dishes, Why? it's like because bitch, you're perked <laughs> Anybody OCD? I literally told my buddy today. I was like, if I don't get these dishes done by the time my wife gets home, <laughs> she's going to beat me with a fucking wooden spoon. Now she's going to slit your stomach and shove the yeah, dishes in I'm, there. I've literally just given her ideas. <laughs> yeah, you're just uh, encouraging her at this point. I mean. Dude, this is one of the best urban legends ever. <laughs> like, I don't know happy that. holidays, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> I feel like you just like picked this out specifically because as soon as you I really read it, didn't. Targeted. I was looking at like urban I legends feel for fucking Christmas. Targeted, targeted, target acquired, Christian OCD. <laughs> 
Dude, Manic episodes. Don't split. Don't <laughs> slit my belly, bro. But where the fuck is she keeping that nice knife up her dress? Dude, you know where. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of where slit. I was getting at. Thank you, thank you, Bailey, for you know uh, picking up on that. It's like she she's got a uh, vacuumous vagina. It's not just her nose that's metal, dude. No. The Kegel episode, like exercise. it's just a knife sharpener. <laughs> Like, it's hey, baby, weird. let me see your whetstones. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, let's get back to the episode. You guys are too much. In her earliest forms, Perkta was not only the enforcer of domestic chores, but the protector of society for cultural, cultural taboos. Not spending as much as you should to keep the community running was one of those taboos. There were also many others. One taboo which she said to have taken very seriously is failing to honor the traditional feast, particularly hers. It was expected that the feast associated with her would be eaten at night, would consist of fish and gruel. Oh, that's how appetizing. What is a gruel? It's like, like a, a paste? Yeah, Ew. it's kind of like a mixture <clears throat> of like flower seed mixed with like whatever water that you have left and some spices. Wow. Yum. It's like grits, but this is bad. Like fucking bad. Grits, but bad. Yeah, it's bad grits. It's <laughs> like it. flour and it's a homogenized paste. It sounds yeah. disgusting. So, would you like some pickled fish and gruel? <laughs> gruel. <laughs> so if other foods were eaten or if somebody were to eat before the fish, she would slit their bellies and stuff them with straw like they like she would do to those who had failed to keep their house in order. The general idea was that the midwinter was not a acceptable time, acceptable time to fail your family or your community, and if you did, Perta would come to you and gut you as punishment. Tell surrounding Perta stated that she was accompanied by a host of helpers called the Pertin. Which are basically like a horde of Krampuses. Ah. Which so is just a bunch the plural of like form cloven- of Perta. Like her minions? Yeah, so her minions were Krampuses. Oh. Like a pack of them. Like actual So they do they intertwine the stories? It, it's really weird. It's like we're who getting- came first, the chicken or the egg type of thing? <laughs> oh, we're it. getting into it. <laughs> the Perkta or the Krampus? Her, her entourage consisted of two distinct types of Perkton, which were the beautiful ones called... Schooner printing SEO. I read this in Chipotle and tried to sound it out. <laughs> I did. Um, Standing in line. Scone? scone? I just copy scone and paste. Pertin? Skya Pertin. I'm going to go with scone. If you guys want to come from me in the comments and actually correct me, that would be <laughs> perfect because I actually would accept that. And the ugly ones would be Skya Pertin. I'm going to go with that just because that's where we sure, are. Sure, go for Live it. Live your life. During the 16th century, newer beliefs formed around her and her helpers, and it was suggested that during the 12 nights of Christmas, the beautiful Perkton would wander around, give wealth, abundance, and good luck to some, while the ugly Perkton would stamp their hooves, bare their fangs, and brandish horsetail whips to drive out demons and bad spirits. Around this time, it became common for men to don hideous masks with fangs and tusks to look like the ugly Perkton, and visit homes to clear away any evil spirit which may be lingering. It's literally so, terrifying. What's crazy is tonight <laughs> is Krampus not? Tonight? Tonight. Like IRL? The in, night in that we life. were recording this. Great. Um, so <laughs> tonight is like the big festivals and stuff where men dress up like 
Krampuses. In Germany? In Germany and in some cities in the United States. But they will come and like just rain hell down upon the the town as like these goat men. Ew. It's it's fucking cool, dude. (coughs) Is it cool? It's fucking cool. cool. I'll show you pictures of it after this. Okay. But it's the same shit. So this story predates any of the Krampus stuff, but the fact that we're recording this episode on Krampus Knot, fucking just baller. Just imagine Goatman dressed with red and fur and playing Bullet for My Valentine behind them. I don't think they're playing that. <laughs> maybe Rammstein. Yeah, like, Ron- I'm trying to understand. <laughs> Maybe maybe in your head that's what they're like. That's absolutely what we're playing. Tromping through the town too, but in my head it's like Rammstein. Oh, I was going bullet for my Valentine. I'm, I'm going very Germanic with it. Okay, well, I was just I was just imagining bullet for my Valentine. Tears tears may fall. Tears maybe birch stick for my Valentine. But... I just think of like the, yes. the purge. There like you all go. I'm in my Why head. is there not a band yeah. called Birch Stick? Birch stick for my Valentine. <laughs> Copyright issues. <laughs> Copyright issues, bitch. <laughs> Fucking LLC that shit. Yeah. For real. Other legends equate to Frau Perta with the legend of the wild hunt and say that she flies through the night sky attended by an army of lost souls, including the demonic looking Perkton, her army of servants who are visually nearly indistinguishable from Krampus. The only way to know for sure in context Krampus rides abroad at St. Nicholas Eve, which is the Pertenton Moor about her epiphany, and the last three Thursdays before Christmas, also known as Birchel, B-E-R-C-H, Birchel, sure. Knocking Nights. <laughs> also among her army of the night are the souls of unbaptized children. Oh. Mm. Great. Great. <laughs> Hello. Perfect. I'll join the army. We're fine. <laughs> Legend has it that if you hear the wind and thunder rolling and rumbling through the mountains on the birchy nights, you're really hearing the sound of the perch, perched leading Perched-y. the wild hunt. The belief that she may be a precursor to Krampus and St. Nicholas came from several aspects of her appearance and behavior. First, she is said to show herself in one of two forms, presenting the same dual nature that is seen with St. Nicholas and his companion, Krampus. She either appears as a beautiful young woman dressed in white as she wanders calmly through the forest, or when she leaves gifts for those who she has judged well, or she appears as a haggard, scarred old woman in tattered clothes when someone has earned her ill will. I mean, anybody that has ill ill will of a woman is going to get taggered and haggard. Literally. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, she does slit a lot of bellies, it yeah. sounds like. Another similar similarity is her responsibility of judgment and the subsequent gift, gift of a coin or severe physical punishment. The ugly person... Death. It, the severe physical punishment <laughs> is fucking death. <laughs> I, I was trying to make it light of a situation. <laughs> The ugly person in her ward also had an appearance which is uncanny, similar to the depiction of Krampus. There were groups of people dedicated to honoring Perchard. There may still be today. When she was a common household name, there were religious groups called the Cult of the Perchard. This group was regularly food and drink for her to consume in the night during the 12 days of Christmas, hoping to earn her good graces and receive abundance as their reward. In the 1400s, this cult was condemned in Bavaria, and her worship was outlawed. 
Although she is now relatively unknown and indeed overlooked in most folklore, themes, art, and literature, she was once a very recognized goddess. She was mentioned in many fairy tales, works of literature, and songs. Pritchett was even very likely mentioned in Icelandic saga called Laxinda Saga. In this tale, a protagonist called Al the Black has a dream in which a woman drags him from his bed, slits open his belly, and pulls out his guts. She then stuffs him full of brushwood. It is possible that stories of Percha have received Iceland by this time, and tellers of the saga saw fit to mention her in their stories. Among the earliest beings to personify the concept of punishment or reward in the midwinter, Perta helps a special place in the study of holiday traditions. Although the precise time in which she appeared in traditions and stories is unknown, she has clearly influenced the evolution of stories surrounding the winter solstice and it relates celebrations. So just January 6th, instead of being bummed out about the fact that Christmas is over, why not celebrate Pertog by telling your kids they better clean up their rooms or fur Perta will come and disembowel them in the night. All right, so is this like the precursor for the 99th, 99th list? Because I kind of feel like... Basically. <laughs> Basically. I kind of feel like this is 99th list yeah. as a cryptid or folklore, whatever so you want to call it. basically what I can tell from this thing is that she has her own night. So Krampus Knot is December 5th, which is the day that we're recording this on. Ah. Um, Frau Pertis Knight is three days before christmas uh well no january 6th oh which is funny because you know so after christmas yeah so i'm not even got my christmas decorations put the fuck up or what are you talking about (laughs) those bitches are staying up until fucking january 30th you know january 6th holds another important date too in american history it does when yeah you know when all the uh fucking conspiracy theorists and right-wingers tried to clean out uh the house in Washington. <laughs> what do you mean? Like the when in, they... The insurrection. The what? You know, when all the fucking Trump people... Oh, when they stood, tried yeah, to, yeah, like, storm, storm the, the Capitol? Capitol? Yeah. 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 Well, my birthday is January 3rd, so I was still focused on myself at that the, point. There you go. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. This is about I love, me. I love narcissism. <laughs> Same. Um, it's all about me. My birthday is January So both of you are January babies. All about that. Are you a Capricorn? I am an Aquarius. Oh. I'm just kidding. The no. judgment... <laughs> I'm, I will take the judgment. I don't know anything about Aquarius. I was just mad that we weren't in the same sign. So I'm going to need you to change your birthday. I can't. <laughs> so that we can. So As an Aquarius, I refuse to. Oh. That's part of the that, that, That's kind of an Aquarius well, Capricorns thing. are really, really stubborn. So I guess so we're, we're, we're at a crossroads. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, birds of a feather. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, guys, that's Frau Perto for everybody. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed Bailey's commentary and <laughs> we'll look forward to more Bailey on this podcast because I think she did a great job this evening Thanks. for her <laughs> first episode. That's my first podcast ever of my whole life. Really? That's, yeah. That's crazy because you like your cherries and popped. You fit. <laughs> oh my God, thank you. I feel so much better. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Well, I don't even know know what what to to fucking say to that. Absolutely speechless. Everybody has to have their podcast cherry top, like just popped or popped, popped. Yeah, both. 
Tops is and your pots. tongue tied from like doing all the reading this time? Yes. Yes. I could tell like the last like oh, so 40 much. seconds you were just like speed so reading it. I was zoned in. I was in it. I was like, I'm going to read this and it's going to be perfect. She sent it to win it. I respect it. Yeah. I respect it. Do you mean drop the socials too? You know what? Go ahead and drop them socials. <laughs> We appreciate you guys, and thank you so much for being loyal listeners and following us on this journey. We are trying to just give you guys some different content, and thank you so much, Bailey, for joining us for this. Yay. Like, we really appreciate it, <laughs> and thank you. Like, it's amazing to have somebody that, like, vibes and gets with us, and uh, make sure you guys are sharing, downloading, and Liking the show, those likes really mean a lot to us. And the comments that you guys leave on the show, we read them. We read them and we love them. And anytime you guys send us a message. Also, we have almost... Have you gotten everything planned out for next year? Not everything. I have up till May kind of figured out. I have some open dates. Keyword, not planned out. You guys have chances to... If you guys have suggestions of something that you want us to cover, please freaking send them to us because sometimes it gets daunting and we're like, oh shit, we for fucking yeah, forgot I mean, about that fucking we, mass murder that happened <laughs> in fucking Virginia. Let's fucking send it la- to me. Last year we did, <laughs> yeah, we did oh bring on like four or five listener requested stories. Yeah. So I'm uh, stoked. I love even, when you guys send us stuff. And even one of those was during Summer of Slaughter. So. <clears throat> I'm so I love when you guys send us stuff and like the TikToks and stuff, when you guys send us TikToks of like suggestions of things that we need to like look at, we're like, oh shit, like I never even fucking heard of that. There's just so much information. You guys share it and we appreciate it. So we love you and stay creepy. Uh, stay spooky. <laughs> and thank you again, Bailey, for coming by. Thank you, and absolutely. We hope so you had fun. a great time. I did. And I had nothing better to do, just hang out with the cat. <laughs> this is great. So. All right, guys, we will see you next Friday. Bye.